For one of the first time, folks, I am live to you on Twitter exclusively for week three. This week is just going to be me, unfortunately. This is episode number 183 of YWC Football Talk. Why is that? Because life gets in the way, folks. And also, I'll be honest with you, I forgot to book a guest. So, you know what? It is what it is. Because also, too, Monday, we're warming the pipes up because Big Rat and I are back for Danny Dimes prime time, baby. It's going to be a blast. Can't wait for that one. So, without further ado, folks, let's get the show on the road. This game right here. It's going to be ugly. It's not going to be fun. I gambled on it. I took both quarterbacks to get a pick because I think it's going to happen. You got two good defensive backs. You have a quarterback that has a little struggle problem with interceptions, but Trubisky. And I think uh, Minka Fitzpatrick or someone else in the Pittsburgh secondary is due for a pickoff, especially Cam Sutton after what happened on Sunday against New England. Um, Here's the thing with that under, though. This game is going to be a shitty weather game. Give me a 17-14 to game, but I have Pittsburgh winning and covering that spread. This intrigues me. This, I'm going to be honest with you, it intrigues me. Also, if you're wondering why the episode is what it is called, by the way, before I get to this, it's because the NyQuil chicken craze is really big right now, and this episode, unlike NyQuil chicken, will not put you to sleep. Um, But Minnesota, Detroit, I'm just actually going to take the banner away for a quick sec. Why? Because in my uh, pre-production skills, I forgot to do this. So now it's Minnesota versus Detroit. Detroit's plus six with an over-under of 53. I think taking the spread... Go Detroit. Detroit's 2-0 against the spread this year. They've shown a lot of resiliency, a lot of character. Uh, I think they're coming off a very good win the other day against a very good – well, not very good, but they played really well against the football team. And I think that's some. there's some merit to that. There's some character to it. So, you know what? Take the points for Detroit, but I'm going to go Minnesota on a bounce back for the win. I'm going to go a very close game. Over under 53. It's tough. I think Minnesota's due for points this game because they were so quiet last game. But Detroit's been scoring points this year. So I'm going to go over Detroit to cover a Minnesota win the football game. Need I say more? I'm going to go my boys. I'm always going to pick the Patriots to win, even in a situation I don't know if they're going to. I just think with a game like this, it's going to be tough. I can see them losing. I can see one and two. But I had them at one and two here dating back to – Dating back to June, May, June, when the schedule first came out. I had them losing this game. This is the home opener, though. I think they're going to get up for this one. It's going to be a very tough game. But the two and a half isn't crazy. The line goes up to three. Then I think they can cover because this can be a field goal kind of game. I don't think that Baltimore is going to run them out of the gym. I don't think Baltimore is going to run them off the field. I think that this is going to be a closer game than people think. But it is a blowout. We'll have to wait and see. But for the most part, I think New England's going to come out with a little bit of resiliency. Their defense is going to force Lamar to throw the ball. You're not going to run game. I think it's going to be very minute in this sense. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But for the most part, it should be a very fascinating game of football. I'm very much looking forward to this one on Sunday. Carolina versus New Orleans. This is a very intriguing one because Carolina's – they've had a couple close calls this year already with the games, obviously, against the Browns and the Giants. This is divisional, though, and the Saints coming off a bit of a not porous effort, but they finally had their the team that they always beat for years, the Bucs, finally got one on them. But with a game like this, I just can't see a world where a – watch this. I'd untangle it. I think uh, ahead of London, because they do go to London next week, I think this is a win they get. The same thing with Minnesota. I think this is a win the Saints get. I think this game is going to be a little – 
I want to say it's going to be an ugly game, but I don't know. I like the under here, but I like the Saints to win. I don't know if the, if the spread, though. So for this game, I'd avoid the spread, but I'm still going to go with the Saints on the money line. This here is, it's not fascinating. It's boring football. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I don't have any faith in this game. But with that being said, I like the Texans. I think last week we saw what the Bears truly are, and that's a mid-football team. I think here, if you have to look at this from a perspective of what you think is going to truly happen, I think the Texans get the win here. I seriously do. I just see I just see it. So you look at the two quarterbacks. I think Davis Mills has shown more than Justin Fields. Justin Fields had a horrible game on Sunday. And the the Texans are a frisky team. They're not going to win a whole lot of games this year, but they're a very frisky team. They're going to be in a lot of games. But give me the Texans, but give me the under total. Like this is it's another it's another bad game. It's just this this game is like Pittsburgh New England, where it's basically which quarterback fucks up the least, like tonight's. So I like Kansas City to win, but the spread. I just Kansas City and I have had spread problems, spread issues. Kansas City's a really good football team. Kansas City, my Super Bowl pick. I know there was a thing yesterday about me comparing him to Trent Dilfer and Joe Flacco but, and Brad Johnson, but I meant in the sense of Super Bowls basically just saying, you're not the man if you have won. That's been the argument for years with like Russ and Rodgers and Breeze. I think that Mahomes needs to get a second one before he can be establishing himself in a conversation. So that's a little clearing there on that. Now with this game, Indianapolis versus KC. I think Indianapolis is going to be frisky, but I'm going to do the reversal I did before. Give me the Colts to cover, the Chiefs to win, and the over. I I expect points in this one. I think this is going to be a points game. I'm going to go Philly for all. I'm just going to go Philly, Philly. Philly, Philly. Washington doesn't do it for me. Philly's a team coming off a big win. I think that they're, they're they're going to do something. And... Most of all, this is going to be like, oh, the Carson Wentz revenge game. I just don't – I don't see a world where that happens. I don't. Okay? I don't. So, give me Philly. Points is a tricky one. I want to say over, but at the same time, too, I can't see this going under. I'm going to say over, though, for this one. Two simple words here. I'm going to go with this right now. Buffalo Bills. They've been dominant. I think this is a game where everyone's going to see suckered into that Miami Plus five and a half. By the way, all these odds are courtesy of the score. I think Miami's going to be suckered into that. A lot of people are going to think, oh, you know what, Miami, great win last week. They're going to take care of Buffalo. I think this is a game where Buffalo kind of proves themselves. Look, they're the class of the AFC East. They are the true, like, there's, they're here, and then you have, like, two other teams, and the Jets are still a question mark. I think this is the game that Buffalo gets. I think Buffalo gets this game. They go 3-0. They go into next week against Baltimore, and then that's where their schedule is going to get interesting because they're going to start to face tougher competition. But we already said they faced tougher competition, and they've taken care of the Rams, and then they want the Titans, even though I was convinced the Titans were going to cover because, I don't know, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to believe it. I don't want to believe how good they truly were. But you know what? Give me the Buffalo Bills to win, to cover. Give me that over. I think this is going to be a shootout. I, they're not a shootout. What's a good score to go with here? I'm going to go 35 to 35 to 20. I think this is double digits. Buffalo's going to keep that trend going. It's like the same thing here. I got to look up a DM like quickly. So while I'm live on Twitter, I'm going to look up a tweet. So give me a second. I'm going to go and go. To... 
uh, sorry, I'm checking DMs over for a different person. Uh, let's see right here. Uh, oh, so Danny. Danny said Jets plus six. You know what? I'm going to go Jets plus six. Until the Bengals prove something, they're the team that is the most, they're under the most pressure to win in the NFL. I know the Bills are under pressure to win, but the Bengals were that team where they were, hey, they were there last year. They'll do it again this year. It's, it's quit, People are quickly learning that winning in the NFL isn't exactly as easy as everyone thinks. As for the point total, I'm going to go under just because I think that the Jets scored a lot last week. So I think they're going to, it's not going to be that much this week. I'm going to go Jets 21 to 17. Look, I want to go Tennessee here. Um, I think this is a bounce-back game for the Raiders, though. I think the Raiders get their first win of the year. I think the Titans go 0-3, and you start to see panic and realizing that, hey, they're not as good as they said they were, which is a take I had months ago, that the Titans were not going to make the playoffs this year. Um, but I think this is a get-right game for Vegas. I think this is a game where Vegas kind of comes out and shows, like, hey, we're not as bad as people say we are. I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I do think that Vegas gets this one. They're going to win. They're going to cover because I think if you're taking minus two spreads or under, you're basically picking a team to win the game outright. And that's what I'm going to do here. This is another over I like because I think of both offenses being a little wonky. You can see points. And also the defense is being wonky, excuse me. But I think this is also to a get-right game for Devontae Adams. Last week, he everyone expected him to have a good game. So this week, they're a little off of them. So if you're looking for player props, I would go in his direction. If Herbert's ribs are okay, go Jacksonville to cover the spread. Go Jacksonville plus seven. I think they can get this game by a touchdown. I think that Jacksonville, you know what? They got their win last week. It's like the same thing as like with the Dolphin spread. It's like, hey, Jacksonville got this dominant win against Indy. And then they kind of take a week off. It's like last year, there was a game between Dallas and Denver. Denver beat them next week. I took Eagles spread, and it was one of the best bets I'd made of the season. So that's what I gotta say for there. I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna go Chargers to win and cover over under. I'm gonna go over just because both teams are two and zero on the over this year. Both teams have scored at least twenty points in both of their games. This is so risky. I'm going Falcons. Hold your breath. Hold your breath. The Falcons have been a very frisky team throughout the first two weeks of the season. They are two and zero against the spread. Uh, Seattle. Oof. I thought last week for sure, you know what? Yeah, you know what? It's the same thing. It's like what happened to Seattle last week, by the way, going back to Jacksonville. That's going to happen to Jacksonville this week, where everyone thinks, hey, they had this game this week. They looked great. Then they lay an egg. You know what? With this game, I'm going Atlanta for both because, like I said, if it's a pick, it's basically the same thing. You're picking the winner and you're picking the money line. So it's as simple as that. And that over under, I want to go over because. I want to go, I want to say it, but I, I could see it being like right around. It's either going to be 30 points. There's either going to be a lot of points. There's going to be no points. It's just that simple. Now, this is the game. This is the game. The, Ra the Rams are 0-2 against the spread. The Cardinals are 1-1. I think this is a game where the Rams, look, the Rams, if the Rams go 1-2, I think it's time to hit the panic button. Arizona goes 1-2. I think a lot of people kind of go, okay, what's truly going on in Arizona? What's going on with the Cardinals? Um, so with that being said, I'm going to look at this from this perspective. Um. I'm going to go L.A. because it just, it's the logical pick to make, and it's the easy pick to make. 
That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go LA. LA over. LA spread and money line, by the way. A lot of people are talking about this. What's Tom Brady going to do? What's Tom going to do? We're all freaking out about Tom. When you doubt the GOAT the most is when he surprises you. Give me the Buccaneers. Give me the under two. Bucs haven't been getting a whole lot of points. This is going to be a very ugly game of football. Not that, like, you know, yeah, shoot him out. Like, go out there and play well kind of football. God, no. This is going to be a very, very boring game of football. So, give me the under. But give me the Buccaneers to win. Like I said, people who doubt Tom Brady, you often... Shame on you. Shame on Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't shame it. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. You can't get fooled again. Kyle Shanahan revenge game. When Vance Joseph was hired as the coach of the Denver Broncos, Kyle Shanahan was the guy that they should have hired, but they didn't. That's all I'm saying. Plus two, Jimmy G is a better quarterback than Trey Lance, even though what happened to Trey Lance was terrible. Jimmy G is the better guy. That is what I'm going to say. We're going to see it, folks. We're going to see a 3-0 Giants. Maybe the first Danny Dimes primetime game win of the, the first ever time the Danny Dimes in primetime special where Danny Dimes has won. Danny Dimes is 0-5 right now when we've done it. Philadelphia 2020, the Buccaneers game in 2020, Monday Night Football. Week two last year against the football team, Kansas City Monday Nighter, the Bucks Monday Nighter. 0-5. That's not going 0-6. Look, I know I've been a Daniel Dimes critic. I know I've been a guy to really, like, shit on him, do whatever. I think the G-men find a way to figure it out and get the win here. I think, too, Dallas is kind of riding on that momentum wave from last week where it's like, hey, we got the win with Cooper Rush. It's great and everything. I think it's different this time. I think the Giants get the win. And also, too, um, over. Go over with this game. Anyway, folks, that's going to do it here. Episode number 183 in the bag. I know last Monday I lied to you. I said we were going to go live. Some stuff came up. I didn't announce it, unfortunately. This Monday, however, will be the first live us here at YWC Football Talk affiliated with UFF Sports. Big Rat and I, Danny Dimes Primetime. It's going to be one hell of a show, and I cannot wait for you folks to check it out. But anyway, guys, this episode coming in at you hot, coming at you electric, and at the same time, too, guys, it did not put you to sleep like some NyQuil chicken will do, which, by the way, do not do that. But anyway, guys, enjoy week three. Let's make some money. We got we get to do this 15 more times. Football's back. Love it. Do, did, Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. 
wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.